What's happening, you beautiful souls? Amanda Riley here, tuning in with today's Blissful Balance podcast. And today we are going to talk about fault versus responsibility. What do you think about when you hear these words? Are they interchangeable to you, or do you see a difference in them? I personally had never even given it much thought until I read a book, and I'm going to get get to that point. The noun version of fault actually contains the word responsibility in it. Fault, responsibility for an accident or a misfortune. The verb version of fault, criticized for inadequacy or mistakes. Now, with responsibility, there's a few different definitions. The state or fact of having a duty to deal with something or having control over someone. The state or fact of being accountable or to blame for something. The opportunity or ability to act independently and make decisions without authorization. A thing that one is required to do as part of a job, role, or legal obligation. A moral obligation to behave correctly towards or in respect of. Now, with fault having responsibility in the definition, it is understandable how we have used them interchangeably for so many years. But when you really start to think of these two words, there is a huge difference. Like I said, I personally have never even thought that hard about it until I read the book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson. And with a simple example, I clearly saw the difference in the two words and how not having clear definition on the two words has allowed our society to fall into a state of victimhood. And here is the example that shifted everything for me. Let's say you open your front door and there is a baby on your front step. Is that your fault? No, absolutely not. But is it your responsibility? Yep, it sure is. That single definition, for example, made me really start racking my brain on a few other things. Now, if you know me, I'm all about healing and health. So when we break down these things of, is it your fault that you were abused, bullied, molested, raped, silenced, beaten, a victim of a narcissism, a victim of racism or sexism, or a victim of literally anything? No, it's not your fault. Is it your, it is not your fault that other humans did not deal with their pain and then they pain bonded it all over you. Is it your fault that others have limited experiences and clouded beliefs that allowed them to treat you less than God's child? No, that's not your fault either. But guess what? Dealing with it is your responsibility. After thinking more about this, it's easy to see how our society ended up in this victim-perpetuating state. The blame game is real. Those seeking of whose fault it is, what system was put into place, what politicians said what, or however you want to place this, we have become so focused on who to blame, we literally just exist in a victim state. We pain compare on every level and find value in staying in our state as it serves us in some way, even if it sucks. People hate this one. For instance, Um, I'll just give an example. I was in an eight-year relationship and I wanted more than anything to be married and to have his babies. Like, I, that's all I wanted. And, you know, I'd say, when is it going to happen? He's like, when this happens, then it will happen. And then the finish line would be changed on me constantly. But what I got from other, other people in my circle 
he's crazy for not marrying you. You're so wonderful. You're so driven. You're so educated. You're so smart. You're so beautiful. You're, you're going to be a great mom. You're going to be a great wife. You're all of these things. The people in my world continuously told me how fantastic I was because I wasn't getting it from him. Now, this need to seek validation from other humans can be a very dangerous, slippery slope to run down. And upon breaking up with him and being challenged by a good friend, I realized that a piece of me allowed myself to stay because removing the relationship meant I wouldn't get that constant validation from everybody in my world. Because that's exactly what happened. Once we parted ways, everybody was so happy we broke up, they just dropped it and they were done with it. They didn't they no longer told me how worthy I was to be married. They no longer told me how great I was, how beautiful I was, all these things that I was getting often because he wasn't giving me what I wanted. The other very unpopular opinion is, how does your illness serve you? People are like, who wants to be sick? Nobody wants to be sick. Okay, I hear on a human level that you want to state that. And just to challenge that thought process, what happens when people are sick? Others take care of them. Others ask them how they're doing. Others ask them how they can help. Others do things for them. The expectation of what they can do is lowered because of the illness. So understanding that whatever situation you're in, there is something that serves you and that's why you haven't shifted. I could go on and on and on about this, but I'm going to gently guide you to look into some works of Tony Robbins, and Jordan Peterson, and Abraham Hicks for some di um, deeper insights on these and to realize how our stories serve us if we don't choose to make a difference, a different choice. Okay, the next piece, this is going to be likely be a little unpopular by some, and that's completely okay, fine as well. Um, because I find that most often a unpopular thought by many often comes from truth speakers that are attempting to help humans become accountable and responsible for the lives they have. But when they do this, they're labeled with the ist at the end. You're a racist, you're a sexist, you're an ageist, you're a transgenderphobic, you're, you're this is that is whatever. So truth seekers and speakers that are attempting to help humanity become accountable, all of a sudden become labeled with your, your some sort of ist. And we're too insensitive to understand what one has gone through. In knowing me as a person, you would quickly see I'm one of the most compassionate and empathetic people you will ever meet. But I also believe in healing, so I'm not going to let a human in my vicinity sit in victimhood. I will guide you to see what's in your control. I will encourage you to focus on the areas that, in your life that you have control on, and then I will watch your life unfold in ways that you never thought was possible because you're accountable and responsible for what needs to change in your world. But this also means you need to get accountable and responsible for everything that's in your control. My two things, healing and health, those are my things. And neither of these are up to anyone but you. No one is at fault for you not dealing with your shit so you can heal your mind, body, and soul. No one is at fault for you not processing your emotions. No one is at fault for you blaming others for your problems. No one is at fault for you not hydrating your body. No one's at fault for you not 
giving your body the nutrients it needs to fuel your body. And no one is at fault for you not moving your body. No one's at fault for you not taking time to meditate. No one, no one but you. You are responsible for these actions and to divvy these up and expect other people to take care of them for you is extremely irresponsible, will keep you in a state of victimhood and humanity will not heal if humans don't shift out of this. The human experience is full of learning and growing. By making a liberating choice to see all of life as a giant learning experience, you can train your brain to find the lessons in everything. This doesn't mean skip the fields. You're human. We must process our emotions. We must release emotions and beliefs that no longer serve us. And we must grow because if we're not growing, we're dying. It's literally that simple. Growth or death. You must be expanding. Being stagnant doesn't last long. You don't get to exist in your comfort zone for very long. There will be things that come up. So the human experience is also full of choices, choices that will contribute to your life being better and choices that will contribute to your life being harder. If you are constantly picking choices that make your life harder, you may find yourself in a life that you are not loving and often in the state of victimhood, but your choices are your responsibility. For example, somebody who gets a lot of heat and they really don't like what she has to say because she hates the black community is Candace Owens. Candace Owens is seeking to teach black Americans to become accountable. What are the three biggest issues that she addresses with black Americans? Fatherless homes, getting in trouble, and illiteracy. Whose fault are those things? Whose responsibilities are those things? And when she brings these up, people want to say she hates the black community. She doesn't hate the black community. She came from a single mom. She self-educated, got herself into a good situation and made positive choices that impacted her life for the better. And she wants to give that power to the black community. But somehow people want to go after her because she wants people out of victimhood. They, she wants them to recognize where they're in control. Systematic play, things been in place for a long time, sure has. That doesn't mean that's not a reason for you not to read. Slaves were able to read. So the fact that the black illiteracy rate has crept above 50% is something that she goes after. That's not okay. Like that is something like how can you thrive in society if you don't know how to read? Making bad choices and getting yourself in trouble. That's a personal responsibility. What's happening in your neighborhood? That's not always your fault, but it's your responsibility to make choices. So with that, there is also things about these choices. Often, the hard choices make your life better in the long run, and the easy choices make your life hard in the long run. Cho choose wisely, but no, your choice is on you. So learn to be accountable and responsible for your thoughts, your choices, and your actions. Your thoughts control how you feel and your choices influence the world you see. So people can be as mad as they want to be at Tony Robbins and Jordan Peterson and Candace Owens by dropping truth bombs, equipping people with actual facts and not lying with statistics as they see underlying issues that can be altered in the home that do not require any outside sources to come in, but they only require self-accountability that can drastically shift a situation because that's what we're talking about 
self-accountability, the choices that you make to drastically shift your situation. Now, I will absolutely fully admit that this is a practice. And if you choose not to drink water, you choose not to move your body, and you choose not to consume nutrients, and you choose not to be self-accountable, these things are going to seem pretty hard to do. But there is a practice. And when you care for your divine temple, making choices that are going to make your life easier become easier and easier. There are days that I feel so stressed out, so full of anxiety, so overwhelmed to the point that I feel paralyzed. When I feel this, I think, what am I focusing on? Typically, it is being focused on things I have no control over. Other people, their thoughts, their actions, their opinions. What does that serve me? How Can I change how other people behave? No. Can I change other people's thoughts? I mean, I can help trigger insights, but I can't, I can't change the way people are thinking. Do I have control over people's actions? Nope. Do I have control over other people's opinions? No. But I have control over recognizing that and I can be responsible for my thoughts and I can shift my focus onto what is in my control because trust me, as long as humans are focused on fixing everyone else instead of fixing themselves, there will always be something to focus on that will not serve you in any way possible. Let me say that again. As long as humans are focused on fixing everyone else instead of themselves, there will always be something to focus on and that will not serve you in any way possible. So a huge piece of my teaching is cellular healing. In order for the human body to become healthy, you must start at the cellular level of being healthy. I compare cells to the human body as humans are to humanity. We are all interconnected. We are all part of one great scheme, whatever it might be, wherever your beliefs sit, humans are connected beyond on a shadow of a doubt, and I believe it is so much in the, in the sense of cells to the body, humans to humanity. So when you step back and start thinking about that, it's like, can you heal the entire human body in a snap of a finger? You got cancer, you're just going to heal it. No, you have to seek cellular healing. Are we going to fix humanity if humans don't start becoming accountable and responsible? Probably not. If you're so busy pointing out everybody else's flaws and everything that they've got wrong with them instead of self-reflecting, looking at yourself and looking at the changes that you can make, creating a ripple effect of love, compassion, and grace as you treat people better because you understand that um, and can have compassion and empathy for other humans that they have gone through things that you don't even understand or know. For example, you're driving down the road, someone cuts you off and you start swearing and cussing and get so angry and they don't even know that they did it because they're so distracted by the thought process of their wife in labor, their dog just died or their grandma is in the hospital. They didn't even know they did it to you, but you're the one that's upset. Yes, it's their fault they cut you off, but it's your responsibility to deal with it in a productive manner. And if you sit spitting out everybody's against you, the world's against you, and that's the belief you hold, it's really going to be hard to become accountable. Because it's like, well, why be responsible for any of my actions if the world's against me? The world is not against you. The world is here to support you. The universe is here to support you. Do we have evil humans doing really shitty things? Of course we fucking do. Absolutely. Is it your fault? No, absolutely not. But is it your responsibility to make sure that you're taken care of, that your temple is managed, that you know how to control your emotions, that you know compassion and empathy so when other people have pain, you can, you can give them a little bit of grace as they migrate through that trauma? 
um, maybe offer encouragement instead of slamming them down and perpetuating the pain back and forth and allowing everybody to stay in a victim state because guess what we're not one-dimensional creatures so when I look at myself as like um, I'm a woman I'm a business owner I'm a mother I'm a sister I'm a daughter I'm white I'm a bartender I am in the middle class like am I am I one thing no I'm many things so if I'm gonna be a victim in one the likelihood that I'm victimizing somebody else in another state is pretty high. So dropping this victim and victimization bullshit is what needs to end and becoming self-accountable. No, it's not your fault that people do shitty things to you. It's not, unless you're a shitty person and it's karma. But even that, it, but it's your responsibility to deal with it. That's what it all comes down to, your responsibility to deal with it. Pain from other humans is not your fault, but it is your responsibility to deal with it. When we as humans decide we are going to be responsible for our own healing and our own health, then we will see unity, peace, love, compassion, and grace. And that, my loves, that, you beautiful souls, is what we need to seek. Make yourself so accountable and so responsible that you're in the constant state of improvement while recognizing your strength and sharing unity, peace, love, compassion, and grace with others. As always, I know I have some thought-provoking things in here. I have maybe possibly unpopular opinions in here or beliefs, or some of them can even be backed up with, they are factual, just not commonly accepted by our society. Um, reach out. I'm on YouTube, or yeah, I'm on YouTube, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram. You can go to my website, amandarileywellness.com. There are a thousand, well, not a thousand, there's like 10 ways to reach me. And if you have questions, want more insight, or need help in any of these avenues, I will gladly point you in the direction of everything that is in your control, allowing you to stay focused on what you can do to affect your life in a positive manner. With that, peace out.